up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of What the Deuce, brought to you by Cracked Rackets. It's Christian Harris here again. Uh, I've got Trey McCombs with me again tonight. What's up, man? Not much, man. How's it going? Good. You know, fresh off the fresh off the Masters. Game of Thrones has been kicked off. Oof. Man, we'll talk about it at the end. We don't how, how great? How great was it seeing Tiger win? Oh man! Like so, I, I know the last time we recorded. It was Masters Thursday, and we were just like, "Ooh, Tiger! Tiger posted a 70. <laughs> he's done that. three of his four victories, and now he's done it in four of his five. And oh, you know, I love golf, and I still don't think that I've ever watched all 72 holes of someone's golf tournament. But I watched all 72 of Tigers, and I've watched the final round again when they put it up on YouTube. You watched it I, twice. I watched it twice, man. Dang. I I cried. I I didn't boo oh, when his when his when his son came up. Oh, I was when his son when his son when his son came up. Um, because yeah, and then I looked uh, a couple days later. They showed his his dad when he won his first yeah, Masters when he won it in '97, and that was uh, that choked oh. me up bad. Oh man. <laughs> You know, like, you don't see that very often, ever. You don't ever see somebody no. go from the highest of highs to being, like, pretty much the lowest of lows, getting, like, you know, sex at sex addiction and, you know, being addicted to drugs. Drugs, and all this point, stuff. Yeah. Like, DUIs and stuff, and then go, oh, yeah, like, I just needed to have, you know, four back surgeries, and now I'm literally the winning the hardest tournament to win ever. For the fifth time, one behind Nicholas. That's it's it's insane. And then I, <laughs> it was everything I wanted. Friend Francesco Molinari chokes so hard though. Oh man. Well, <laughs> so here's the thing. I love so when they were on what was it? Is it twelve where Molinari? I think it's twelve it, where they've or, got the, the water in front the, the, yeah, so, the little river. Yeah, Finau and Molinari put the ball in the water tiger put it in the middle of the green but when they were hitting tiger went ahead and walked across and was oh, standing yeah. on the other side of the green just looking at him like and you're like <laughs> that's tiger woods who's a stroke behind me now with a birdie chance to tie me and he's just staring at me watching me hit this shot and all he's like, thinking about is a green jacket too like you knew from that point how, on yeah you're just you're just part of tiger's day now Man, I'm getting I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it. Like, truthfully, and then got... when he came out, when he came out, and I, I I was just praying that he'd make the cut and play good golf like on Thursday. But when he came out with that old school uh, turtleneck like mock uh, T-shirt, the mock turtle. I was I was so pumped, and I was like, I can't wait to see this on on Sunday. And if he has any chance on Sunday, and he's wearing that red, he's, he's gonna, gonna look win it. so good. Like. And then he came out with the the mock red turtleneck, and oh. I was ready to run through a wall. So I'll be honest, I did. So I did pretty well at work this year. So I figured, why not reward myself before I get any of the money that I earned? Because um, <laughs> that's what a responsible adult does, right? Of um, course. So I went to Golf Galaxy. We have one less than two oh, minutes away no. from home. Yeah. So I bought a putter, but I was real f-ing close to buying a red turtle, <laughs> red mock turtleneck too. <laughs> did they have them there? Oh, they got them there. They had it. Oh, they had man. two mannequins with them. Two mannequins with the red turtlenecks, and then the lavender mock turtle, which <laughs> was a smaller move as well. And okay, I, I think like, and the, anything Ooh. other than the red one, 
If you wear that red one, that is a that is a that's some big dick energy on that golf course you're walking out with. But like yeah, you're right. gonna shank it everywhere too at the same you time. Can't, <laughs> you can't be putting up a ninety eight <laughs> red mock turtleneck, you know. <laughs> it's just not a good look. I just, and he's like ripped now too, so I I can't even look as good as he does. Speaking man. of Tony Finau too, how far can that guy hit the ball? Like the guy hits it so far. Oh. And I think that's the other thing about that's what's so impressive about Tiger is that Tiger was like the first guy to really, you know, be like a fit golfer and like drive yeah. the ball deep, like long. And he's like, he's like the small, one of the smaller guys on tour now, especially after his back surgery. Now you've got all these freaks on he tour still now. hits it far, man. That's the thing. He does. Him and, him and Phil have both. Phil's crazy to me. Further than they've ever hit it now. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you're like, man, y'all are old. What are you doing? <laughs> Overall, it was just a great time. I'm really happy that that was that was how the weekend went. Oh, it was oh, great. And then I can't believe it's been so long. Since and I know they had weather, or whatever. But for that to start early enough for Game of Thrones to come out too, oh, it was perfect. It was the best because you had a little bit of time to like really digest Tiger winning, and then like, yeah. all right, I'm gonna go get ready for Game of Thrones now. Yeah, and that was it was a perfect one too, right. Yeah, yeah, it was episode oh. one. What a perfect Sunday! Like, I don't I think. Did. I don't think there's going to be a more perfect Sunday than that one in a long time. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. We'll see. I don't think so. All right. On today's episode, (laughs) (laughs) we had a great interview with Christy on. Uh, We got to, I I can't believe she agreed to come on to our show. I know. I owe you a round of golf for that. You do owe me a round of golf. Maybe we'll get into that uh, this coming weekend or something. The weather's weather's nice now so um but we had we had christian we had a great time with her we got to talk some awkward handshakes with her and ah, she was she was a lot of fun so we she we had really a, good we had a good time um we got some fun guarantees from her too so yeah i'm looking forward to it i want to cash in on those big time so if we I, I might go buy some lead pipes we could take out some <laughs> kneecaps and oh my god you're gonna go tanya harding on her we can opponents. go we can go tanya harding on her opponents so so stay tuned for that interview uh we got some baseline news and then we'll finish up with some story time after uh after our interview with christy so some baseline yeah. news first off i want you to take a peek all right we got we got reggie we got reginald on the uh on the live cam Oh, what a cute cat, man. I can't believe how cute he's being right now. (laughs) All right, I just had to share. Thank you for all those people that are listening in their cars right now that can see Reggie, too. So we can even, you know what? I'll even take a picture. I'll take a picture so we'll tweet it it once we drop it, drop this episode, and everyone can see (laughs) how this cute cat's being. Sounds good. All right, baseline news. So. We had we got some interesting uh, interesting news this week with I think wild news. We'll start off with the Justin Gimmelstab scandal. Did you know anything about Justin Gimmelstab? Like, have you heard about this before today? I'd vaguely heard about it, but I think it was just like small accusations that I didn't really know what was going on. But this whole story is wild, man. I really can't believe it. Like, I never really liked Justin Gimmelstab. I didn't think he added much in terms of anything. But bro, he's a fucking horrible person. He's he's not a good person. He's terrible at commentary. I don't think he was that good of a coach. No, I mean I don't I don't know who he's really worked. I know he was working with, he was with Is, Isner. He was he was working with Isner, but like okay, uh, hey, go practice. Two years. Go practice serves, man. Yeah, like, I right. mean, <laughs> yeah, but just so for for everyone that doesn't know, you need to Google it because 
it's actually really worse than we're gonna make it seem but he i don't know it's pretty bad yeah but I, I don't i don't know if we'll be able to do it justice but he pleaded no contest in his trial for what was it assault and assault battery? and battery against like so, his, his friend i guess former so friend. no 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 it was his ex-wife's friend he okay. pulled up on him on Halloween of last year and essentially just beat the shit out of him in front of his wife, who his pregnant was wife, pregnant and who ended up daughter and the wife was pregnant, ended up having a miscarriage from what and she claims is the, yeah. the, yeah, what the doctors claim to be from all the stress, stress and everything. Miscarriage, man. which is awful, man. Like basically whole... Justin Gimmelstab is just a, I and it, there's no real reason why he would roll up on him and just assault him like that. But he do we know if this is like a party? Was this like a party or is this just just like a? I think he was, he goes I mean, he go find the guy or they were trick or treating. So who was it? <laughs> Justin Gilmostov was trick or treating. Um, so it's Russell and Madison Kaplan, and they were out trick or treating with their two year old. Oh, okay, and. Uh, as part of yesterday's hearing. So he did this in front of a two-year-old daughter, too. Yes. Wrote Man. That, so Randall wrote that he feared for his life during the three-minute attack in which he was punched in the head more than 50 times, leaving him swollen and bruised. Justin Gilmosob screamed, I'm going to f***ing kill you. And Kaplan said the attack did lasting damage to him and his family. And also pointed out that Gimmelstab had repeatedly refused to take responsibility for the incident. Man. What? So here's, I think this, I mean, that's awful to begin with. The fact that he got it taken from a felony to a misdemeanor. So he's got three years of probation and like 60 hours of community service. That's it. Which, yeah. That's like a DUI. Um, or a drug. D that's like DUIs a, are way worse, I feel like, than that. Yeah. And that's like, that's like a less than. Like, it was a misdemeanor. It wasn't even, it wasn't even a. It was a misdemeanor too. It wasn't like a. Yeah. a felony it was a felony originally, but it got dropped to a misdemeanor due to the no con, um, no contest plea. But yeah, man. Man, just like. Uh, not great. Not, not a great, great situation. No, you you don't want to be yeah. any of these people's shoes right now. You don't want to be no. the the, well, the the victims. First off, is just like that's yeah. They shouldn't have maximum level bad. I just don't understand too how. I mean, if the doctors, right? The doctors are the ones that yeah. came out and said that this was like a stress induced <laughs> miscarriage. If, I mean, it's up a family. Oof. Yeah. I mean, big oof on this one. But yeah, man. Hope the right thing is done. But uh, we'll be we'll be following this one closely. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Wow, we got <laughs> we got pretty serious on this one. That's a, that's a dark one. It's a good um, thing Christy's funny. Yeah, thank God for that. <laughs> so we'll have that coming up in a bit. Um, on a lighter side, uh, Kevin Anderson he came out and said that he is not assaulting people and that he is actually out for the entire clay court season with an elbow injury. So is this? Do you think how much of this do you think is? Kevin Anderson just doesn't want to play the clay. Yeah, I think that's a decent amount. He just doesn't want to have to play anyone <laughs> with a Spanish last name who uh, would probably just beat him really badly on clay. Ooh, uh, yeah, or an Italian last name. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of down on Italians right now after uh, Molinari's choke fest on, Even though Fognini uh, on twelve. Just beat the doll. Okay, okay, that's fair. Um, I mean, Fognini doesn't. Masters one thousand. Fognini, he doesn't care. Court. Like he does not care one bit. Like they just they handed him a trophy <laughs> and he's he's out partying twelve seconds later. But so 
I love Fabio Fognini. He, yeah, yeah. He's awesome. He's, he's a good amazing. follow on Insta. He is. Um, he's also like really short, so I can get behind a guy who's really short. <laughs> um, also, he looks like he looks like uh, Captain Jack Sparrow. So. Oh wow, a little bit. Okay, I see. If he had some dreads and long hair and was an alcoholic, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think he has a couple of those things, but not the. Uh, not the dreads, but he might be borderline alcoholic at this point. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, man. That's funny. I love that. I love that. I'm really surprised. That that brings up another really great point um, because, you know, I didn't watch much of it because I figure there's no point in really even watching any clay court tournaments. Because the matches are like 12 hours well, long. No, I mean, Nadal is just going to win. And I really only want to watch him, so there's no risk of me losing, but... I can't believe I can't believe that he lost. Yeah, like, he's just so good, man. It is... It's really so crazy. I'm trying to find his clay court career. So, did you know that Rafael Nadal has his own Wikipedia pages for his list of career achievements? No, he does. Not know. He does. All right, hit me. He's got 17 Grand Slam titles. He has a record of 33 Masters titles. Same. He is <laughs> the king of clay. He won the French I Open. Did, I did know that. I did know that yeah. he was claimed yes. the, the king of clay. <laughs> <laughs> he won the French Open nine times in his first 10 attempts with a good? match record of 66 and 1. Now, hold hold on. I think I know this answer. Name his one loss. Oh, it's Robin Soderwing. Okay, cool. We're friends. All right. Yeah. We're we're cool. I was playing qualifier. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. <laughs> when that happened, and we all like we were we, all like, "Oh my god, he lost today." Yeah. Yeah. Like, it f- me up. I think I lost my match because. Do I you remember? So do you remember too? Uh, Soderling making fun of his uh, wedgie picking. Like, he was like. Yeah. He was well, picking no, at his. He was picking I at his pants. Soderling sat there the entire match and he didn't all he did the entire match was throw his towel over his head yeah he escaped to whatever whatever crazy plan he was going to yeah he's like I can't focus on anything other than trying to beat this guy and Nadal had a knee injury and pulled out of Wimbledon the neck like yeah he did forgot about that after French Uh Open right yeah it probably had nothing to do with the random drug test that he got at his hotel that night yeah probably not but that's (laughs) all right um He's, I mean, he's won the French Open <laughs> so 11, many times, like eleven times. That like, has man, to be the that has to be the most grueling Grand Slam to win, too. Yeah, but, but it's not even that. it's not even fun for like he wins these matches so easily too. Like it's he, the hardest surface he, I think to win on. Who's a set for a couple of them? <sighs> he's got fifty-seven titles on clay. He's won at least one Masters one thousand title for ten consecutive years. He has 33 Masters 1000 titles, 24 of those on clay. That's ridiculous. Uh, He won Monte Carlo from 2005 to 2012. From the ages of 12 (laughs) to current. He's got 11 (laughs) titles at the ATP 500 Barcelona Open. That's, I mean. I mean, man. So he's done okay on clay is what you're saying. Yeah. The only person to match the amount of finals he's reached in the French is it, Open is it Bjorn Borg? No, no, no. It in a in a Grand Slam. Who do you think has matched the same amount of finals? Uh, just just event? just Grand Slams. It's oh at so a single Grand Slam tournament. How oh, many so it has to be Roger at like Wimbledon. Yes, okay. it's eleven and Rogers at Wimbledon. 
He's the youngest okay. Here's a, here, player to achieve a career grand slam. Here's Golden a good slam. question. Here's a good question though that I want to. I want. And I, I'm assuming it's been asked, but maybe not. I haven't. I haven't actually heard this until I've just thought about it. Who do you think is more dominant? And it, it's is it Roger on grass or is it Nadal on clay? Nadal on clay. Because I'm a huge Roger guy, but I do think it's Nadal, Nadal on clay. I mean, the fact is Nadal's beat Roger on clay, on grass, and Roger's right. never beat Nadal on clay. Has he never beaten him on clay? He might have maybe once, but I don't think but so. But not like the big, like, not the French. He's never beaten him in the French. Right. Okay. He That's beat, fair. Federer beat Soderwing in the French. As, as like, majestic and everything as it is to see Roger on grass, I do think that Nadal on clay is, like... He's a bull. Yeah, there's no one... I There's... <laughs> If I had someone on, like, hey, you've got to pick someone on a clay court to go fight for your life and, like, win a match, like, it's Nadal hands down. So. Which makes it even crazier that Fognini beat him. Like, I don't know how that happened, but. I'm going to I'm gonna share some interesting stats with you. All right. Uh, here we go. Trey and Wikipedia, so, part 12. Yes. Nadal has the highest overall clay court match win percentage at 92.02%. He is 415 and 36. What? <laughs> that's how many matches I played in my entire college career. Oh, that's and way he, more, Trey. That's how many he's lost on clay. Oh, you're saying losses. Yeah. Like, yeah, 36 okay. matches. Sorry, yeah, I don't want to make it. Seem I was like, like I was actually, like, Trey. <laughs> Let's go back to the beginning of you. <laughs> twelve. So we've got, and I mean, honestly, everyone should look this up because there's just so many records that he stands alone in. He won three different Grand Slams on three different surfaces in the same calendar year. Ten consecutive years of winning one or more Grand Slam titles. Simultaneous holder of Olympic singles gold medal and majors on clay, grass, and hard court. Achieved the career Grand Slam and Olympic singles gold medal and Olympics doubles gold medal. 16 consecutive victories in semifinals. 11 finals at the same event. That's the only one he's tied with Federer on. The youngest men's player to achieve a career golden slam. Only male player to win an Olympic gold medal in singles and an Olympic gold medal in doubles in two separate Olympics in the Open era. Won the Rome Masters, Monte Carlo Masters, and French Open for three consecutive years. Won Monte Carlo and French Open for four consecutive years. Eight consecutive titles at any single tournament, Monte Carlo. A 46-match win streak win streak at any single tournament which is monte carlo 57 clay court titles longest single surface win streak on clay at 81 so you remember that year fed win 81 and four or whatever no i don't but i'll i'll rafa rafa won that many matches in a row on clay (laughs) that's ridiculous he has 11 titles at three different tournaments those are roland garros barcelona and monte carlo that's ridiculous to everything that you're like, man. you're talking about. But at the same time, I don't like Djokovic at all. That one year that Djokovic went through, like, he didn't lose for months. Yeah, but even then, Djokovic went what, fifty four and two? I don't know. I don't I don't know the stat, but he he didn't lose. But like what you're talking about with with, with Rafa is just like he goes through the months of April through until Wimbledon, whenever that is, like what June? Yeah, and just doesn't lose. And he hasn't. And he do, and he's done that for the past uh, fifteen years, fifteen, ten to fifteen years, or something like that. So. Novak Djokovic in 2011 went 70 and six for yeah, a year. I guess that's the one. And even up until like a certain time, he just didn't lose too. But 
Federer in 2006 went 92 and five. Is that good? I think that's pretty good. <laughs> I think it's pretty good. He right. went. He won the Australian, lost to Nadal in the French, and then won the Wimbledon. Won Wimbledon and, and won the U.S. Open. Jeez, man. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. Rafael Nadal best year. <laughs> Twenty ten. Well, that can't be right. Rafa called it his best year, so we'll look at it. <laughs> it's probably like he he helped an orphanage or something. He, he went seventy one and ten, and won ten million dollars that year. That's okay. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I guess, I guess, man, it, I really do think that a lot of people overestimate the amount or underestimate the just sheer level of tennis that has been around since me and you started like playing like we've truly been blessed yeah no 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 i've i've looked back and and thought just like there was a big lull between like okay so back when dinosaurs were roaming the earth and I guess it was Rod Laver who was winning like a, a million matches at a time. Yeah. And then it took a little while, and then it was, what, Bjorn Borg and John McEnroe? And yeah, then, I guess, and, then, and like uh, and Jimmy then, Connors. And... and Jimmy Connors, and then, but not, but, and then like Agassi and Sampras. Yeah. And Nadal and Federer are just like in a completely different realm than like all of them. So not only that, in our just in our brief tennis careers, we've had Federer, Nadal, and Djokovic, who are the top three of all time. Yeah, and they all have been playing at the same time. And if you think, if you think like even bigger picture, like there's so many good players too that have come through and would have won like multiple slams. Man, Murray, look at Murray, man. He's yeah, the exactly. Fourth. He's the fourth. He only got three Grand Slams, but he lost. In all of these finals to Djokovic, Nadal, or Federer. Yeah, exactly. And then you look at even before Murray, and you think like, okay, I'd like to think that that Roddick would win a whole bunch of slams. Yeah. I'd like oh. to think that Leighton Hewitt would win a few slams. Like I yeah. Marat Safin would win a few slams. Like there are a lot there are a lot of people around this time period that I think like all right, have have had Nadal, Federer, or Djokovic not been around then We've got like a more diverse collection of champions from Grand Slams. Yeah, and I'm sorry, it's Sir Andy Murray. I forgot. Is he, he an knighted. is he an anointed knight? He's an anointed. That's knight. stupid. As but I okay. Speaking of that. golf, too, this this podcast, which is slowly becoming just a more of a golf podcast. <laughs> Andy Murray's got a sweet swing. Yeah, he does. But yeah, he's got to get the hips through. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, I think I still think that Nadal's probably got a better swing. I want to see. We'll have to we'll have to post it. That'll be our next poll. We'll find yes. we'll find uh we'll find Federer, we'll find and eh, Djokovic sucks. I don't like him. We'll find Nadal, we'll find Federer and we'll find uh Murray. We've already we've already posted Murray's, but Yeah. Surely surely Roger has to have a sweet swing. I mean, I would assume so. Yeah. I, just, I know. That I know Nadal has a sweet, sweet swing. He's got a solid game. I don't know how he plays right-handed, right? 
Yeah, well, he's right-handed in everything except for tennis because Uncle Tony's a psycho person. Let's see. I'm looking <laughs> at it right now. Oh, you know what? Nadal doesn't have a very attractive swing. No? No, it's not very good. Oh, wow. It doesn't look very good. I didn't know that. I thought he had a sweet swing. I mean, he gets right. it done. But we'll put, I mean, we'll put that. We'll put that after this episode post. We'll we'll, we'll put some swings up and uh, we'll, we'll don't worry, out. don't worry. He's wearing his seven hundred twenty-five thousand dollar watch while he's playing too. What a baller move that is! Just like I'm gonna flex on everybody. I'm gonna shake your hand, even if you if you beat me. I'm getting paid like seven fifty. Honestly, I'm I'm gonna send you this video. His swing looks horrible. All right, let's see. Watch this. Shit. Currently checking out Nadal's uh, golf swing. All right, let's see. Stepping out of the golf cart, he's lined up. It looks okay so far. Oh, that does not look good. Bro, it looks bad. Oh, oh, him out of the sand looks. Oh man, his putt looks whack. Everything about it how, looks bad. How do you have a whack-looking putt? Oh I no, mean, he can't drive a Nike he can't gear. no 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 he can't drive a golf cart correctly. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I'm, I'm completely no no. I'm out. I'm I'm out. I'm completely out on Rafa now. Oh man. That's you know what? Bad. I'll tell you what though. He's got the same f-ing clubs I've got. I've got the Vapor Pro combos. Do you have he, Nike clubs? Yeah, dude. They were on Super. What Saturday. is he doing out of the trap, man? Yeah. Have you seen him drive it? Yeah. At a minute he, and eight. He doesn't. Okay, he looks like he's playing. I got. It looks like he's at putt putt with my mom right now. That's bad. That's bad. All right, we found we found some uh, tennis players playing golf, and we're we're analyzing them on YouTube right now, and we're gonna we're gonna go over exactly who who has the best swing or whatever. So, all right, ready? Three, two, one. All right, we're gonna we're gonna analyze some golf. Oh, it's an um, ugly swing. Ugly swing from Rafa. That's not great. It's consistent, but it's ugly. What is that hat he's wearing? I don't know, man. Djokovic, Djokovic looks like... I would expect them to be better about it. Because I feel like I have a better swing. I'll have to record my swing and we'll post it and we'll see who who people think we have, who has the best swings. But All right. No, Djokovic is... Djokovic doesn't... I mean, he looks like he grew up in an Eastern European country. <laughs> you know it makes sense but rafa should rafa he should be good he's from an island yeah his putting is so awkward man fed fed is just smooth you can tell he's just got the body i mean you should he could be he could stop everything and be a professional golfer probably he could go on the champions okay here's here's john McEnroe. McEnroe's awful but i I mean i bet he hits an okay ball looks good right it doesn't look good but i bet he hits an okay ball probably tim hinman yeah that's not bad. You know, I, I, He's from Tim England. Hinman looks, Hinman looks probably closest to my swing. He didn't have a whole lot of flexibility. Oh, they went slow-mo with this one. Oh, Andy Roddick. Okay, I bet Andy Roddick's got the best swing. I bet he can just bomb it. Oh, Andy Roddick looks smooth with it. Oh, he okay. looks good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Roddick, Roddick's the guy to beat here, huh? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Are you seeing the one where he's the caddy for Zach yep, Johnson? Yep, that's what I'm looking at. Oh, right man. That's a straight That's a good looking yeah. swing. Yeah, he's he's Andy Roddick's the goat. Yevgeny Kafelnikov. Who the f is that? <laughs> oh, that's terrible too. Which I guess it I've makes never sense. heard of this guy in my life. Have you? I haven't either. 
Isner, okay. Isner just looks funny because he's pretty <laughs> close to normal sized people. <laughs> he's got to get some bigger clubs. Come on, John. He's holy shit. Are you seeing him chip out of the sand? Yes. That club is at his knees. His driver's at his knees. <laughs> Query looks fine. I'm shocked that Query looks as good as. I'm just laughing at John Isner. That was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Oh, Agassi doing the Happy Gilmore just f***s the ball. I love that. Oh, Pete Sampras is good. We'll have to share this video, too. (laughs) Oh, we'll have to, because people need to watch what we're watching in the same Yeah. But I I can't get over John Isner. John Isner looks like a f***ing head. Alright, I'm, I'm stopping this video now. We're back to Rafa. <laughs> Rafa's, Rafa's playing with a guy with one leg. I'll tell you, Ivan Lindell's got a smooth swing. I can't get over the Isner thing. Watching him out of the sand was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my yeah, life. <laughs> He's got that <laughs> little wedge. Oh, man. That is... <laughs> Isner looks like a piece of <laughs> That's what you get. He, Isner looks like he shops at Bass Pro Shops with that swing. Man, he's out of the sand so bad. Like, it's at his ankles. Like, <laughs> We couldn't get this guy a set of fitted clubs. <laughs> like, <laughs> honestly, man. All right. <laughs> We're going to leave you now with this uh, this interview <laughs> with Chris Dion. This was a... This is a fun time, so um, please, if you actually we didn't we didn't spoil any Game of Thrones stuff with Christy, so yeah, I don't even think she like, we couldn't because she hasn't seen all of it. If you haven't seen up to season eight, I still don't think it's going to be spoiled. No, no, but no. But we'll you give you a, we'll give you a heads up towards the end of this episode. But anyway, here's Christy on. Enjoy this interview. We had a great time with her. So here she is, Christy on. All right, we got Christy on on the line now. Uh, Christy, thanks for taking the time to join us on What the Deuce tonight. How are you doing? Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Um, I'm doing pretty well. Uh, just had a nice Easter Sunday off and ready to get back to work and hope to have a little fun tonight. Nice. Nice. Okay. So you graduated from Stanford, so that automatically makes you smarter than the both of us, it sounds like. Uh, no, not at all. I mean, it's, it's not what you know, it's who you know. <laughs> Which helps when it's the tennis coach, huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Definitely. Would you, uh, so what would you get your degree in? Uh, so it's called Science, Technology, and Society, and it's basically like a business, uh, a combination of business and technology so very like silicon valley oriented oh okay that's cool yeah oh so you are smarter than us yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay so i I plead the fifth (laughs) smart of course as a stanford graduate there you go all right so how did you uh how'd you get started playing tennis and kind of how'd that story go uh yeah it's pretty boring uh just kind of picked it up in the park with my family um we would just like literally go to a park with family friends and like half of us would play. It'd be like a, a group of us and half of us played on the playground. And then this poor guy, Simon, 
would just basically babysit us kids on the court where we just play games for like an hour. So yeah, very, very boring. <laughs> nice. So no like crazy tennis parents forcing you into tennis or anything? Uh, I think in a different way, like eventually kind of, but it was more like, I want I want my kid to go to college type of thing, not like I want my kid to be a pro tennis player. So um, I think later on, yeah, they saw that I was like good at tennis. So they were like, oh, this is a good avenue for her, you know, to get a scholarship. Like my parents thought very big picture very early on. Um, so in that sense, I guess. Um, but the whole like pro tennis player lifestyle certainly was not in their cards. Gotcha. Nice. Yeah, that that makes sense. We did some stalking on your Instagram page before this interview. So sorry about that. Oh, God. <laughs> we, saw that you, we saw that you played music. It is which what is, it is. It's, we, it's public. So there you go. <laughs> it's brave, brave to do. It, but we saw that you played music. And uh, that's cool because Trey and I both we play guitar. So we saw that and really interested about that. And how'd you get started with that, too? And uh, you know, uh yeah, so my friend Carol Zhao, she's like, uh, she's Canadian tennis player, um, and she would, I roomed with her last year, and she traveled with like a mini guitar, I think she had a little Martin at the time, um, and she's an incredible like singer-songwriter, and I know four chords on the guitar, so when I was rooming with her, I would just kind of like play around with it, um, and just kind of, it was fun, um, especially when you have so much time in your hotel room and kind of get sick of Netflix with bad Wi-Fi. Um, so I kind of <laughs> just took it upon myself last summer to um, buy a little Martin myself um, and then just kind of started teaching myself more chords and strumming and picking nice. and whatnot. Nice. Yeah. It passes the time, you know, like I feel like every, like every week just feels the same, but at least for me, it's like a nice way to get out of my own like tennis head. Yeah. It breaks the monotony up for sure. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. What's your favorite? What's your favorite song that you've learned or written? I don't know if you write, but what's, oh, what's I don't. Your song uh, to yeah, play? I don't write. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm not like that. I can play my best, or just like one that I enjoy. Like no, just the one you enjoy the most. Uh, hmm. I mean, like "Stairway to Heaven" is like really satisfying when I get it, but it's just really difficult to like. I have short fingers, so it does not help me with certain chords so it's satisfying when i can like play it once through nice and i'm like that's it i'm done for the night yeah <laughs> i i can uh i can appreciate the short fingers i was i was cursed with short fingers myself so as was I. that's a tough one though that's a tough song do you yeah so i guess do you just play the the rhythm part do you, or do you t try and tackle the solo oh no i just play the intro part yeah okay yeah me too yeah <laughs> that's where we stop yeah um, exactly like nice. that that's enough of that for today yeah well nice nice so we initially wanted to get you on um because of the incredibly awkward handshake that you were a part of with the umpire so how did uh how first did off that... congrats on that win yeah. that's like yeah holy, huge win. holy crap like <laughs> That's a yeah, pretty big win, you. so thank congrats you. on that. But uh, how did, like, walk us through that, if you don't mind, because I'd love to know yeah. what you were thinking. It's, it's, it's not as, like, dramatic as it looks. I watched the tape, and I was like, wow, this looks really embarrassing. Um, <laughs> and had I known that the camera was right there, maybe I would have, like, figured out a different way. Uh, basically, like, I think um, Yelena might have, like, hit the ball to the fence, um, 
after the match and we shook hands and she shook the umpire's hand. And I think he just kind of, he like turned to the side and just wanted to make sure that like nobody got hurt or whatever. The timing of it was just really awkward for him to like not shake both of our hands and then check. But for whatever reason, he was pretty fixated on checking right after he shook her hand. Uh, and I kind of just got left there in the dust. And as you guys may see from my history, I do not do well with handshake. Uh, so I just kind of stood there. I was like, excuse me, sorry, sorry. And then like he shook my hand um, and he was like, sorry. Like he was like apologized that he wasn't paying attention. And then that blew up. And then the next day, I like, I mean, I got, you know, a bunch of messages like, what happened? What's the beef? Whatever. So I went up to him the next day and I was like, dude, you're killing me. Like, I'm 0 for 2 on handshakes. This looks really bad. Everyone thinks that, like, we had beef during the match. And he's like, what? No. Like, I was like, this this does not bode well for my reputation as a handshaker. He's like, maybe we should just take a picture of us shaking hands and post it so people can see there's nothing wrong. I was like, honestly, I think that would help out a lot. Like, That's awesome. I guess now. And then Coco tweeted, Coco Vandway tweeted, like, yeah, Christy's just really known for her awkward handshakes now. And I'm like, boy, this is, this is my legacy, guys. <laughs> That's fine. You know, now you can just make it a thing. Just like after you win a match, just or before the match even starts, just tell the ref like, hey, when I win this match, make it really awkward at the handshake. And that'll just be your like just, calling like, card. Roll people like be like, oh, oh, yeah. Like, I mean, especially for girls, like sometimes I don't know. I, mean, I don't I don't think guys have this issue as much but like when you like play a european it's like you know you go in for like the one kiss but like some countries go in for the two kiss and we're like oh oh we're, we're going for that or is that no are we are we hugging or can you guys tell that i overthink these things like yeah. it's just it really gives me anxiety why can't we just do like a high five and be done with it <laughs> that's so funny i didn't even think about the complexity of women's handshakes so i guess that's yeah. well i mean you know you watch the french guys play and they do the double kiss thing so that's i guess that they know their own thing yeah. but like some there's one country that did like three kisses i'm like guys like this is too much <laughs> wow. you know like do less it's okay <laughs> um i'm just kidding like yeah but i'm so, like sometimes if you play an italian or I think it's Italian, but um, French, whatever, you do the two kids after. And I'm like, okay, nailed it. We're good. <laughs> but now, of course, everyone's going to be watching me. So I'm definitely going to screw that up. Yeah, you just got to start talking to your opponents before the match, too. Just talk to everyone involved <laughs> and be like, look, we got to we gotta get this. Hey, real now. quick, what's the gist? <laughs> what's your thing? I'll just flow with it. You tell me. That's we'll so funny. Well, now when you meet people now, like their expectations are going to be so low when they meet you for a handshake, you're never going to have an awkward handshake <laughs> again. And they're never going to like. <laughs> the bar, the bar has been set extremely low for sure. <laughs> oh man. I love that. I'm really glad that you're doing this. Cause that was really, when we saw it, we talked about it. I was like, wow, there's no way she's going to come on here to let us talk to her about it. We but bet, really we bet a round of golf on this. <laughs> yeah. I'm really glad. You know I, think, I think this is honestly good. Cause it'll like clean, you know, it'll clear up any like bad energy out there. Like, like there was, you know, I just, I was like, maybe I should like tweet like guys, there's nothing wrong. And then I was like, no, but then <laughs> that just doesn't seem right. And then I thought about it too much and too much time passed. So I was like, and then when you asked about it, I was like, you know what, this is my moment to clear the slate and let everyone know. That well, it, 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 shouldn't have happened but it did we accept it and we're gonna move on well i'm glad i'm glad that we can uh hopefully wipe wipe the slate queen 
we'll just have to get more than like 40 people to listen to us and then it'll be <laughs> <care> I'm <laughs> oh i love that man that's awesome all right so before we started this interview you'd mentioned game of thrones you watch game of thrones um i have watched i i honestly don't know if i'm all caught up season wise or if i didn't watch the last season because it's been so long um but i didn't watch last week's episode but i, I saw all the the memes and the tweets with it <laughs> so i laughed um but no actually i don't think i watched the last season no maybe i did. see i don't know and my hbo go like it's very spotty so it like mm. freezes every 10 seconds i just didn't want to bother like trying to see which season i'm like eventually i'll get to it i'm just you know procrastinate procrastinating it i guess yeah. okay no, I guess. We, we'll we'll wait to get your final we'll get you back on here sometime and we'll we'll, we'll talk your we'll talk your final thoughts on Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah we won't ruin who will end you. up on the iron throne i have you, seen some interesting uh, do you have theories, some prediction do you have a prediction who do you think's gonna end up on the Iron Throne? Um, I saw one that was like Arya is gonna end up on there. I was like, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't think so either. But yeah, but I I hope the Starks end up happy. Um, I feel like it's gonna be like some plot twist of like no one ends up on the Iron Throne, or like everyone dies and then it, everyone turns into White Walkers and it's like now like the white walker version of game of thrones yes um, yeah, that's what i think i mean that like also i would I, I have like a love hate relationship with khaleesi um so i kind of hope she does but at the same time i'm like you're so annoying i don't want you to <laughs> uh like just pick a guy like come on uh, um or, or like maybe the dragon ends up on the throne you know that'd be that'd be cool Ooh, uh, okay yeah, yeah, or like her and Jon Snow. Because, I don't know, you guys. It's, I'm not very good with like predictions because I just like to look over every possible scenario. Um, so I end up getting nowhere. I don't come to conclusions. <laughs> All right, we got your prediction. The dragon is going to yep. end up on the Iron Throne. Got it. You heard it here first. Okay. <laughs> nice. Write that one down. All right, you ready for some? Uh, <laughs> ready for some Woody Rathers? As if, as Let's if this. Do it. As if this interview couldn't have gotten, you know. Any more off track. Yes, yes. exactly. No, no tennis will be spoken here. All right, Trey, you want to start us off? All right. So this is a good one. Um, would you rather, with your current life and everything you're doing, would you rather have a giraffe neck or an elephant tusk or a elephant nose? What is it? Trunk. trunk. Elephant trunk coming <laughs> off elephant of your trunk. face. Yes. Elephant trunk. You would take that? That's literally a third arm. Okay. Sure. Mm. And like, you don't need to use straws. So we're like saving the turtles, you know, like wow. having like a giraffe neck is just incredibly inconvenient. Like people are going to stare at you regardless. So like, I mean, like, yeah, you could like reach the leaves on the trees, but you could possibly do that with an elephant trunk as well. Interesting. You know what I mean? I like Plus, this you could thing. go underwater, stick your trunk up in, oh, wow. in the air so you could breathe underwater. Water. <laughs> My mind Guys, is I getting haven't blown thought right about now. this, I promise. <laughs> this is the first time I'm being asked this question. Wow. See, we, we should have had we should have had smarter people on here because this is the best. Answer <laughs> yeah, this is yeah. this is a Stanford grad answer right now. I think you're the first one. To Useless information right here. <laughs> plethora of it. Come at me. Yeah, I mean, that's really good. Not only is it way more practical, but you're also saving the environment. I love that you brought that yeah. up because that's like a really yeah, great the, thing. The turtles with the straws up their nose, there's nothing that makes me angrier than that. And yeah, wow, my mind is blown. We're, this question might have to be retired <laughs> after this. 
We've yeah, asked, I mean, <laughs> we've asked this to every single person that we've interviewed, and and I'm I, pretty sure I, everyone said giraffe neck. Right. What? I don't know. I said giraffe neck. I don't even know why now. I said giraffe neck because I'm five seven <laughs> in Korean. So yeah, I I appreciate like I completely empathize with that of being taller. But then I'm like, I feel like having an elephant. Like I don't know. I've just seen like elephants do really cool things. Like you don't have to like use your hands when you eat. You can just use it and shove food in your mouth. Like that re- eliminates silverware as well. Like wow, guys, it's it's the future. Goodness gracious, you like all right. Well. <laughs> You're right. You're right. That's all there is to it. Jeez. Goodness. God. All right. I'm very interested now to what other things you have to say. For... <laughs> okay. We'll do this one. I want to hear the Stanford grad's intellectual take on, <laughs> would you rather fight with a hundred duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? Like, but what do you mean fight? Like, like fight would to I, the death. I would fight to the death. Like with... cage match. Oh, well, I don't like birds. So I would take the duck. The duck the size of a horse? The... Yeah. Okay. Like it would be tougher. I, I, it would definitely be tougher. But like, I don't want to squish no like little mini horses. You know, like they're so okay. they'd be so cute if they yeah. were duck sized. Okay, that makes more. Like, sense. I don't like ducks. Yeah. They suck. Oh. Yeah. Because <laughs> geese are. Except the, worst, the mighty so. ducks, they're great there. <laughs> yeah, but those were those were kids. They don't count. Um, <laughs> okay, I like that. That's a good answer too. Wow, you're just providing all sorts of Yeah, you're blowing our minds right now. I like that one. Okay, so would you rather eat the same type of food every day and have social media or eat whatever you want and get rid of social media? Oh, easy. Eat whatever I want. Right, I I agree. Social media doesn't, you know, like food. Someone, someone, uh, like, this is, like, kind of funny. This this, um. My fitness trainer at the time, he um, talked about what he ate for dinner. And it was like the same thing every night. And I was like, that's crazy. Like, how do you do that? Like, there's so much good food. Like, I love food. I plan my day around food. And he's like, well, do you eat to live or live to eat? And I looked at him and I was like, I live to eat. Are you joking? <laughs> and it, it was not the answer he expected. And he had such a disappointed look on his face. And I was like, I like, I, this question is, I mean, like, I, I completely understand of like, you know, eating an excess and all this lavishness, whatever. But I'm like, yo, I, I love cooking. I love planning. Like one time I just made like a menu of food that I was going to eat. Cause I was just so excited. Like, <laughs> oh, I truly like when I come home, like I give my mom a list of food I want. It's <laughs> like, it's probably over the top as you can tell by my excitement. But um, yeah, that's pretty easy. I like that. What do you have a favorite meal? And if you don't, um, give me like a top three. Uh, I mean, like in terms of like genres, Korean food is like the all be number one, obviously, because I'm Korean. Hell yeah. um, but I do <laughs> love mac and cheese. But like, okay, not like I, I don't like mac and cheese with like bacon or like too much. Like, I like homemade mac and cheese like obviously the more cheese the better sometimes but like I feel like people try and do it like too much they put too much cream in it whatever and I'm like you get a good baked mac and cheese with like maybe a little bit of breadcrumbs on top that I could eat that for life damn you're you're talking dirty to me (laughs) (laughs) I like that that's a good answer so that's another great answer because I'm Korean as well no like Korean Asian lactose intolerance um i'm if if there is i completely choose to ignore it i'm so jealous um (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i've definitely heard of it um 
so I, I, I don't <laughs> seem to have that issue. I have a question for you then. Um, if you had to pick rice or noodles for the rest of your life, which one would you pick? Oh, man. Um, I'd probably go rice. I think I go rice. That just is cause... the wrong answer. Ooh. The correct answer is noodles. What kind of noodles? There are so many type of Asian noodles. I literally could be like the Forrest Gump of naming, not even like Italian, like forget that, like naming Asian noodles where he's like fried shrimp, like gumbo shrimp, like that's me with noodles. Like you got glass noodles, you got flour noodles, you got buckwheat noodles, you got egg noodles. Like I could go on, you guys. Yeah, you're better Asian than I am. I, it's, it's just, there's a right answer and there's a wrong answer. Yeah, I'll just go to my one. default and my last name is Harris, so... <laughs> I'm just going to yeah. chalk that oh. one up to the adoption. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. All oh. right. Staying on the subject of food, would you rather have Halloween with no candy or have Thanksgiving with no turkey? Uh, I don't really like candy, so Halloween for me. Nice. Yeah, nice. that's one I would choose as well. For sure. You can. I mean, yeah. I think you hit a certain age and candy's not really that big of a deal for Halloween. I never, like, I guess, it, like, if it was, like, chocolate, like on i mean but not that i like eat chocolate on any specific day it's like every day like that that for me would be much tougher than like candy and i was never like too keen on that oh, I, yeah i, I completely you. agree on that savory food yeah, unless over it's twizzlers sav- oh god twizzlers oh, up a bag bag of twizzlers no, <laughs> oh i think one i did thing. that once and that did not bode well the afternoon for me oh was, i definitely understand it's, it's rough on the stomach i'll tell you that yeah um so side sidetrack walmart i think freshman year yeah it was freshman year walmart had a five pound bag of twizzlers on sale for two dollars and so i picked up two bags and you had i went yeah i went in the right i went in the morning before practice (laughs) and uh i came back and i ate like over half of one of the bags and I was just, I didn't even realize. It. And then I got out to practice and it was, I think, August. And I went to school in Alabama. So it's like so hot. And I just, I puked so much. Oh, and it was all Twizzler, but it was just so like, like pink. Yeah, it, it was, it was gross. <laughs> and it was, oh, I was so At least sad, it was pretty. But... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I was just decorating, you know? Glass half full. The real question was, was it a Wednesday? <laughs> oh, it might have been. It could have been. <laughs> It could have been because you are, I mean, you wear pink on Wednesdays, so I, I like your reference. Sure. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that you picked up what I was putting down. Wear pink, yeah, of course. Puke pink. It's all the same. <laughs> okay. Uh, we got a, we got a couple more here for you. Um, would you rather live in an amusement park or live in a zoo? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, do I get to play with the animals in the zoo? I imagine if you live and there. And do I, I get mean, to ride the amusement yeah, we'll say or yeah, you can. Is it, is it like where I get to just like watch outside the glass? No, let's say you can hang out with any animal that you want and you no, can ri- ride anywhere. I got it. Amusement park because zoos are depressing. What yes. am I talking about? Yes. They are a bit depressing. Oh, goodness. You are just nailing all of these environmental <laughs> things that I there care are, about. There are, there's always a correct answer if you dig deep enough. Yeah. <laughs> so I do like that. Nice. Okay. Nice. On the topic of animals, I think I know this one then. Maybe not. Would you rather be able to have the ability to speak to all animals or the ability to speak all languages spoken on the planet? That's tough because I feel like animals would be really annoying if you could speak to them. (laughs) And I would immediately regret 
that decision obviously super cool but like look at eliza thornberry like i feel like that's just a tough life um i would probably pick all languages nice yeah i mean all animals are trying to do is like have sex and eat and sleep yeah it's very basic (laughs) plus like if you could talk to your dog like do you really want to know what they're thinking it's gonna be like i love you i love you where are you going where are you going when are you coming back oh no come back yeah. are you gonna feed me is it time to eat i'm hungry squirrel like just yeah i'd be like please shut up i love you but shut up yeah, <laughs> yeah i, I feel like Reggie... that with humans already so i can't imagine it with animals <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah no i i agree i'm pretty sure so i've got a cat named reggie and i'm pretty sure he'd just be like man i'm sick of you not feeding me what are you doing Why i you would be curious me? to see what a cat thinks actually That'd probably be the like, only... are you really that big of a d- or are you just trying to be like a poser? You know, like when they look at you before they knock the thing off the counter and you're like, don't do it. And they do it. Like, what are they thinking? You know, like, clean it up, peasant. And they're yeah. probably like the only one that you could have like a normal conversation with, too. It'd be a terrible, like pessimistic outlook on life. But oh, but it would be amazing. Like they for sure they plot like world domination and just like they see <laughs> you as they like to serve them. You are so far beneath the just... cat race. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> wow. Like we clean up their poop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Reggie, Reggie just walked in the room and is looking at me. <laughs> yeah. And now he's just staring. So he knows we're talking about him. Exactly. I think he's he's worried that we're catching on to what he thinks. <laughs> yeah, they're on to us being on to them. All right. All right, oh, go man. away, buddy. <laughs> I already left. He's got you. It's okay. He's got you worried now. All right. Okay. You've survived the Woody Rathers. Now, I think this is the hardest question ever. But God forbid this happened. But if you were forced to just listen to one artist or one band for the rest of your life, who would it be? Um... Well, I probably would say Bastille. Interesting. Interesting. That's good. It's a new band. Okay. Nice. I mean, they only have two albums out. Okay. But they do like they they do covers. They they have their own style. Um, and I've listened to their songs so many times on repeat. Um, I don't get sick of it. Have not gotten sick of it yet. So I think I think I could listen to them for the rest of my life. I probably will, to be honest. Nice, nice. That first album is really, really good, and they pumped yeah. that second one out fairly quick. Yeah, that, that first and I think they're great. coming out with another one maybe this year, if not next year. Is that right? Wow. Okay. Nice. Okay. Wait. I'm a they... fan, guys. Don't worry. Yeah, they're <laughs> the ones that did Pompeii, right? Yeah, that's on Pompeii their first okay. album. Okay. All right. I was thinking of the right band. Interesting. No, I do like them. They're good. Good answer. For sure. Yeah, great, great, great choices. All right. Thank you. So <laughs> back to tennis. What does what does the rest of 2019 look like for you? I, I mean, obviously you're trending in the right direction, and you know things are promising for you. So what's uh, what's the rest of 2019 look like? Traveling a whole bunch. Yeah. I'm sure. Thanks. Uh, so it's funny because after obvious, like I beat Ostapenko, like everyone was like, so are you going to like, uh, I'm, so I'm, I'm going to, I'm leaving for Japan on Tuesday, uh, to play. It's like a hardcore tournament and then two like, uh, kind of like carpety ish, uh, surfaces. Ooh. And everyone's like, Oh, so are you going to like cancel that and like continue to play on clay? So I was like, you guys, I'm here for a good time. Not a long time. I'm not <laughs> going to play on clay. I'm I'm playing two tournaments that would be Bogota which 
I decided to actually play very last second um, and then French Open. And that will be it for 2019, the clay season. Um, but uh, so I'll, I'll go to Japan, play a couple of challengers, um, and then I'm going straight to the French. And then Casual. I will <laughs> maximize the grass season for as long as I can in England. And then, and then kind of, you know, after that, it's very much see where your ranking is, see how you're feeling. Um, so I can't really tell you much after that, but it'll obviously be back in the state. Um, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully, you know, I continue to go in the right direction. I feel like I've got a good team behind me and a pretty good open mindset. So I'm kind of looking forward to seeing how the rest of the year goes. Man, that's awesome. Yeah. I'll tell you, everyone that's done a come on this podcast is undefeated in grand slam. So I think it bodes well for you. I am not, I'm 0-2 in grand slam. So. Well, Hey, but you weren't on the, you weren't on the podcast until now. Oh, right, right, right. Since so now you're just going to go win it. From this moment on, yeah. I will win French Open and Wimbledon and U.S. Open. Yep. Got yeah, it. Yeah, it. it sounds we're, good to me. We're guaranteeing it. So. <laughs> and, and You guys God, are going to get a lot fault. of requests we... after that. <laughs> <laughs> nope. That's not a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> but we expect, you know, box box tickets when you're in the finals of the French this year. Because it's it was, <laughs> it was our doing. So I'll pay for your flight, too. Oh, hey, geez. okay. All right. No, you don't, promise? Don't quote right. me on that. No, we're no. Oh, it's on too that. late. You already said it. You already <laughs> said it. You can't go back. All right. That's yeah, written down. Ugh. So it's we, recorded, have, right? we have plane tickets <laughs> to Grand Slams. Cool. Um, box tickets, too. Can can we promise that as well? I think you said I mean, box since we're going, we're going all out. Yep. Okay, nice. cool. Nice. All right. The whole nine yards. Man, that's so crazy. So that's I can't like believe it's wild. That's in like a month and a half. Yeah, that's crazy. We're going to be <laughs> sitting in your box in a month and a half. That's awesome. Wow. Wild. So I know, I know, like, as I've said before, we're not supposed to really talk about tennis on this podcast, but um, <laughs> what is like, what's your favorite surface and what do you think you play best on? Um, so funnily enough, it's not clay. Um, I've had probably my best and worst wins on clay, actually. Um, but, uh, so when I was in the juniors, I did not travel outside the state, uh, outside of North America for that part. Um, and so I never got to play on a grass court, um, never got to play on a tournament on red clay until, uh, I think it was like three years ago. I played at French. That was my first red court, uh, red clay court tournament. And then, um, two, I think it was two, two years ago, I played, uh, I played a 25 in Australia in Mildura and it was on grass and I was kind of like, well, I should probably like see what it's like to play on grass before, you know, like going to Wimbledon and just completely embarrassing (laughs) myself out there. Uh, So I didn't, I didn't own grass court shoes. So I had to buy a pair that were like two sizes too big on site. Um, And, and I actually, like I ended up making semis um, lost to like Kuzmova, who's now like top 50 in the world. Uh, and I was like, oh, this is like, this is fun. Like, I kind of get it. It like, it kind of played well into my game. Um, and then later that year when I was in England, I made like quarters of Nottingham um, and then lost to Sabalenka in final rounds of Wimbledon. So I was like, why am I just discovering playing on grass? Like, this is really frustrating. Like, um, so I, I played, I, I learned that I played pretty well on grass. And then last year I was kind of like, well, maybe it was a fluke. Maybe it was just a one, one and done type of thing. Um, and I didn't quite get the results I wanted, but it was still like, I, I have so much fun when I'm out there and I'm like pretty small comparatively. So the ball's like right in my strike zone. 
and I hit pretty flat um, and hopefully pretty early. So it was, it was pretty fun to play on it. But like when you go from clay where, you know, the bounces are so high, the points are so long. And for me, that's just an absolute nightmare going from that <laughs> to like hitting the first ball on grass. I'm like, oh my God, I can breathe again. Like this is what I've been waiting for all year. So I'm pretty excited to go play on grass. Just watch me lose first round of every single grass court tournament. <laughs> you heard it here first, but I would still much rather play on grass any day than any other surface. Do you still stick with the two sizes too big of a shoe, or was that just a one-time thing? No, no, we have uh, we have graduated that. Uh, actually, I it's still I don't um, I don't have a shoe sponsor, so it's always tough around grass season to kind of find um, the right shoe for me. So. In, in England, they have a lot of Adidas ones, so I've kind of picked those up. Uh, last year, I grabbed a size that were half a size too small, so my toes were killing me. Um, so I had to find, I had to like buy another pair um, that were the right size. But this year, I'm, I'm prepared. I bought a pair in advance. Um, <laughs> nice. So I am, I'm ready. I'm ready this year, I think. Okay, okay that's hope. exciting. <laughs> no shoe sponsor. We'll get on that. We'll, we'll, we'll uh, be feeling, though. <laughs> Tennis, tennis Warehouse has been hooking me up with shoes, but um, they don't have grass court shoes, so I just kind of do a last-minute scramble to find them. Nice. What's That's, it like? What's I, it like getting like yeah, like actual things successful. from Tennis Warehouse, like not having to pay what we have to pay? Oh, so I feel really bad because um, so I I wore the Nike Vapor Zoom 9.5, um, and I've worn them pretty much since I've graduated college, but um, they they discontinued them last year. And I have been on this, like, I, I bought, like, six pairs at once because I was, like, I, I can't find a new shoe that fits me. I tried the 10s. They didn't work. I've tried, like, every possible shoe. And when I started working with Tennis Warehouse, um, they were kind enough to, like, help me continue to find a shoe that works. And I literally just found one that works um, earlier this week. So I'm very happy. But we've literally gone through, I would probably say, like, almost different kinds of shoes oh, and yeah it's, it's been, would, i'm like i'm so sorry i'm wasting your money but it's just <laughs> not right what would you settle on uh so they're the new asics um they're the ones okay. that djokovic wears and i guess they just released them in april okay um, yeah and they're like they're great because i like to slide on hard court and they're like the bottoms already look pretty like worn in, so it doesn't take much breaking oh, in for those. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Oh, that's perfect then. Well, yeah. that's that's really cool. Like you're by far the most successful tennis player I've actually had like a full conversation with. So yeah, we're just it's really <laughs> neat. We're two washed up Fission One tennis players just talking. So I mean, we are. Hey, just... Haley Carter is now a, a WTA finalist. So. She got to the finals of Bogota and doubled. That's true. I did see that. Well, that's yeah. great for her. We're just halfway crippled watching all of you people be successful at tennis. So it, it's nice. <laughs> it's very nice. We're just going to go stretch and try to touch our toes one day. <laughs> that's that's very tough. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> You're telling Touching me. Toes and... <laughs> it's, it's the worst. Well, we wanted to... <laughs> Thank you again so much for coming on. This has been it's been a lot of fun, and we can't wait to sit in the box. Um, you know, maybe at all the op- at all the uh, majors. I'm looking forward to. It. I haven't been to one, so I can't wait to sit in a suit next to Prince Harry at Wimbledon. <laughs> I mean, I'm excited for that. So, oh man, yeah, and then like just like <laughs> while while you're in the box, just like shout out random questions and 
you know, just keep help keep me loose. Be like, <laughs> do it for the turtles. Wrap her up. And then I'll think about it and I'll shoot an answer back. <laughs> All right. well, it'll be revolutionary. The first mid-match podcast interview. <laughs> like, is that coaching or like? I don't think how so. Would, how would that? No, we're just the press. Yeah, you know. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> calling us press members is insulting to everything just like media. hold up a sign and like posing a question <laughs> hey how old do you think prince harry is as you're playing at wimbledon <laughs> all right i'll i'll not do that but uh, actually though like how old is he i don't know i have to be married final question how old is prince harry christy um i like i feel like he's older than he looks i want to go with an early 40s oh wow okay all right um he's 34 so you're Dang. off he's 34 and i'm sure yeah. he's yeah oh wow i was gonna guess like mid 40s really... how old is megan markle uh old enough i don't know <laughs> um let's see oh, megan markle <laughs> i would hope she's old enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh she's she's actually 37 breaking news prince harry marries yeah. not old enough <laughs> megan markle <laughs> No, Megan's 37. But it's okay because they're royal. Yeah. Oh, so she is older. Okay, so that yeah. I kind of just assumed that he would be like early 40s since she's like mid-late 30s, I guess, yeah. was the logic. She's okay. a retired actress. Yeah, yeah didn't she's know in suits. No, nah, I didn't know that. I just thought she was just some... I thought it was just some random occurrence, truthfully. Nah, I thought he was, was just like, wow, like, she's attractive. Like and... An Instagram model happened to meet a royal prince. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Oh, that's the onion. Okay. I was about to say, <laughs> I was like, I was looking at this story and it says unemployed Prince Harry, Meghan Markle announced plans to give baby up for Lent. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I got onion, so it's okay. I mean, they'll get you. Yeah. Oh, Some man. of their stuff, you're like, wait, what? The problem is there's websites that you don't know that they're like satirical the websites yeah. and you're like trying to figure out if it's real or not. And then the nerd that I am, I do love being not the onion subreddit on yes. Reddit oh, where you're like, I cannot believe this is real, <laughs> but it's yeah. not the onion. So. Referee refuses to shake tennis player's hand on tennis. When player did, when there was absolutely no beef, like there was no communication between chair and player during the match. <laughs> goodness. But there is beef. Oh, man. Yeah, now, goodness. Well, Christy, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. We appreciate it Thanks, greatly. guys. Thanks for having me. We, I think we ended plenty early for uh, Game of Thrones prep, right? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yep. Get your popcorn ready and grab some Kleenexes because someone's probably going to die. I hope. <laughs> That's right. Never get emotionally attached. That's no, the one thing I learned not. from Game of Thrones because they're going to die. No. Well, I'm excited. Well, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Chris, do you have any closing remarks? Anything you want to share with the world? Uh, no, I, I, I can't think of anything right now. I'm just uh, happy to be on here. I thought that was, you know, pretty fun. Some quirky questions that i think i handled pretty pretty well and, yeah, uh, yeah very well now we're getting cocky <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no uh i i look forward to hopefully there being a next time and answering oh, more great. of those that oh, was actually sure. fun nice next time we, we would do actually math like, next time for sure <laughs> we would like low-key play those questions on our on our team i think 
like the first question I was asked was, would you rather have, what was it? Would you rather have webbed hands or a tattoo on your face? Oh, webbed hands. Yeah. And like, but people were like, oh, but you could get like a freckle on your face. So like that would count. I got played. I got played. I think it depends well, on no, how no, the hands Well, no, no, that one, are. that one, we, 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 uh, we were pretty split 50-50. Because people were like, how cool would it be to have webbed hands? And, I don't you know, think it'd be that cool. Or... <laughs> well, you could, you could become a swimmer. You'd probably shave a couple seconds off your time. Yeah. Still maybe not be an maybe. Olympic qualification, but maybe. Yeah, I'd take the tattoo. But I've already I got a remember. bunch of tattoos, I think I, so I think fine. I said webbed hands. I think I'd go webbed hands. I was like, my mom would notice, and she would just kill me if she saw a freck. Like, but she wouldn't like, notice webbed that? hands. You're right. She well, you know, if I'm born with <laughs> webbed hands, like, what can you do? Like, that's just unfortunate. Like, that's just God being it's a true. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's, you, you bring up happy a valid point. Happy Easter, everyone. <laughs> yes. Happy Easter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. All righty. That will do it. So <laughs> <laughs> we got to wrap on that one. All right. Oh, Christy. Man. Thank you again so much. This is this has been more than fun, and we are excited to have you as a reoccurring guest. We're excited to sit in the box, get first class plane tickets to any Grand Slam that we want anytime. And all right, now we're pushing it. Well, you're gonna win them all, so it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, you'll right. be able to pay you're for right. it. You're right. <laughs> I got you guys. Don't worry. Awesome. Nice. Well, thank you, Chris. As long as it's tax deductible, that's all that matters. It's a charitable donation. <laughs> we'll set up we don't make enough money so yeah (laughs) we're helping the poor and needy i'll venmo you guys perfect (laughs) perfect the only podcast to charge their uh, their (laughs) oh man all right christy (laughs) we'll talk to you later thank you so much thank you have a good one you too All right, big thank you to Christian. That was a that was a <laughs> that was very a fun, enlightening, fun time. I can't wait to join her at the next Grand Slam she's at. Um, Gonna be great with Trey, of course. <laughs> we didn't talk about this. Uh, she wasn't a big cat person, but maybe we can bring Reggie to to the box. So. I don't think Reggie would be too big of a fan. <laughs> he had like he had not like a big crowds. traveler, not a big traveler. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. All right, um, let's get into some story time. Yeah, I got a good one for you. Now, I, I know it's a bit unusual because I usually just make you do all the work, but I got a question for you. <laughs> so I wanted to know what your either craziest or worst or any type of experience with a ref is. With a ref? So like playing experience or coaching experience? Playing or coaching any of your, <laughs> like any time you were just like, wow, I can't believe this is going on. What's the most? Okay, when I when I played at Clemson, we we were super privileged and had I don't know if it was privileged. They don't do anything, but we were with the referee. Like we had a chair on every single court, and me off to pretty privileged. Yeah, it's pretty privileged. I know, but <laughs> me me off on court six. I had a chair umpire, and the guy from a school I don't like very much. I won't. I won't say names. I'm gonna go ahead and guess it's South Carolina. No, no, no. Okay, truthfully, South Carolina. Like I had no beef with them ever. 
I wanted to hate them really bad. Their coach was nice to us. Uh, he was actually a Clemson grad, and his team was always like super respectful. I wish we had hated them a little bit more. It would have made the matches a lot more fun. But <laughs> no, no, no. We were we were playing we were playing another team in our conference, and I'll leave it at that. But we played another team in our conference, and a guy made a tight call, and I just asked the ref like, "Hey, you're a chair umpire here. Like, how'd you see that?" And he just straight up looks at me and goes, "I I don't know. I wasn't watching." <laughs> I was like, sir, you're in a chair. This is your only assignment for today. You're watching this tennis match. Like, I'm not hitting the ball very hard. I'm pretty sure you should know if this ball is in or out. And he just goes, no, straight up, like, no, I wasn't watching. And and me being petty like I was, I was serving. And I was like, all right, 40-15. Like, I say the score out loud. And I was like, hey, I'm doing your job. Like, you can leave now. <laughs> like, why are you here? And uh, I was like, because you can't even keep the score probably too. Like, why why are you here right now? And the guy was like, uh, code violation, like unsportsmanlike conduct, like warning. And I was like, oh, wow, you're paying attention now. Cool. Like, I appreciate it, man. <laughs> and I was just being a complete <laughs> But that's probably like, I mean, I've said some terrible things to some refs, but that's probably like the most intimate I got with the guy. And I was asking him, like, I took a little while, like, in between points. Like, I went to my towel. This guy wanted to play pretty fast. I was playing that match, and I was like, okay, I'm going to slow him down a little bit. And the guy gave me another warning and was like, warning, time violation. I was like, oh, I'm glad to see your watch works. Like, can you do anything? Like, like what's going on, man? Like, I'm glad to see that your clock works and you're paying attention to that because you're not paying attention to anything yeah. besides this. And then, is of this course, at Clemson. Uh, this was at Clemson, which was make it made me even oh, more angry. Come and I, on! And I was like, uh, "You're the ones paying them." Exactly. And I was like, <laughs> "We're we're literally paying you to be here right now." And I made some persnickety comment about him being there and was like, all right, all right, at least you can tell time. Like, it's good to see that you can do something. And uh, he didn't like that very much. He he eventually gave me a point penalty and I had to, like, apologize to him, whatever, after the match. But no, that's probably that's probably the worst experience I've had with a ref. Um, It didn't help that we were playing a team that I just I I can't stand this team. Was it Duke? No, it wasn't Duke. I'm not. I mean, you got to tell me who is it. I can't tell you. No, I I can't tell you. Ugh. It was a team I just didn't like very much. It didn't matter what what the other guy did. I'm gonna question it, but it it just to heighten everything. Like the matches against this team were always close, and then you know, I'm not a big fan of this team's coach, and uh, it just wasn't a good it wasn't a good experience. That's probably the worst time I've ever had with a ref. I've. That's I'm assuming with this question that you've asked, like you've got something for me. Oh, I've got I've got one that's very different, very different. All right, let's let's hear it. So this is a ref that if anyone's played in the state of Alabama, they probably had at some point, and she is f-ing worthless. <laughs> so bad, man. Truthfully, one of the worst refs I've ever had. Um, so the the, the real one that made me think of it though. So I dealt with this ref, and just bleep her name out when I say it, but was worthless, man. (laughs) So from the time I was 12, I always had her in tournaments. She used to give me code violations for, like, throwing my towel on the ground. And I'd yell, like, (laughs) come on at myself. And she'd be like, you need to watch your language. And I'm like, bitch, shut the (laughs) But so she screwed me over so many times throughout my junior career because i mean i was a 
I was a dick, obviously, because I knew the rules better than she did, and she didn't like that. But she also ended up. I'll vouch for you. You really weren't like you really weren't. I was like you know I was pretty respectful. You're a pretty good sport and like pretty respectful to you know your opponents. Opponents and everyone was great. I was a head to myself. Yeah, like okay, yeah. I was really mean to myself, and I think she tried to code me on that. And I'm like, I'm yelling at me. (laughs) Like, how are you? Like, I'm not. I'm I'm being an. Good violation. Disrespect to yourself. Come on. (laughs) Like, if you're going to give me a code, be like, ah, you got low self-esteem. You need to work on it. Like, (laughs) I would have been okay with it. So UAB freshman year, literally, it was like the first game of football season. Me and my roommate, Matt, went to Buffalo Wild. So y'all had a football team. No, no, no. Well, we were watching Alabama play. We were both (laughs) Alabama fans. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So we were, we went to Buffalo Wild. Yeah. With to watch Alabama play and ended up being there and she was hammered. And so she obviously recognized me because I looked the same at this point. Like I look pretty sure. similar from the time I was 15 until now. Um, Minus the headband and glasses. Yeah. But I mean, I, you know, I was at Buffalo Wild Wings. I didn't. Okay. Sure. Sure. Time. Sure. <laughs> but <laughs> so me and Matt were there with two girls from our dorm and we, we're just sitting there. We couldn't drink or anything. And she was hammered. She comes up to our tables like, oh, my God, Trey, how are you? And I'm like, <laughs> like, what's going on? What are you doing? I can tell that you're drunk as shit. Like, what? What the f- Why are you here? And so throughout, like, I mean, she stayed at our table for probably 15 minutes. Oh, no. In the process, no. started hitting on me hitting on Matt, trying to talk shit about Stop the girls it. we were with, talking about how great it was that we played tennis and we're in college. Because I don't think she knew I went to UAB. But she was like, so what are you doing? Like, you still playing tennis? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be at UAB. She's like, oh, my God. I cut Derek's hair. Derek's my coach. She's like, I cut his hair. He'll text me and be like, oh, I need a haircut. And she's like, I love your coach. I can't wait to be refing your matches. Oh my God. Like you're going to have such a good time with me refing your matches. And I'm like, you are worthless. I know that if you ref any of my matches, it's going to be awful. So that was like the, it was borderline sexual assault or like harassment. It was borderline sexual harassment. I wish wish everyone could see my face right now. Man. (laughs) <laughs> I can't express to you how uncomfy it was because I was trying to hit on the girls I was with too. And it's not possible when you got like some 50-year-old ref coming up to you wasted talking about how cute you are now and how glad they are that they're going to see you all the was time. Was she like, an, was she like just, was she a good looking older lady or was she just no, like, man. I don't know, like, like, <laughs> like crust of the earth? No, I mean, like if you were really drunk, it'd be fine. Okay. But you'd still feel bad about it. Like you'd feel <laughs> bad about it. At, like, sure. Not even like, I'm not even talking about getting anywhere with her. Just like talking to her and giving like, like I'm having, I'm, I'm giving the, t- I'm giving time. Yeah. Like even trying, you'd have to be drunk and you'd still feel. <laughs> okay. Um, but so Jeez, man. it goes on and I don't play much freshman year. So she doesn't have a chance to f- up any of my matches. Um, thank God. Yeah. Well then, Sophomore year comes around. We got a guy on our team who's just like notorious for having an issue with, and I don't blame him at all because she's horrible. But <laughs> he like in the ma- 
warm-ups for the match, she comes up to our team and is like, guys, y'all need to come here. I want to talk to you. Oh, no. So oh, we're all just like, what the f*** are you doing? We're trying to warm up. <laughs> like, she made me turn the music off. I was pissed no. off about that. I'd spent a lot of time curating the playlist. Okay, team. cool. I figure you're the guy on your team. I was, yeah, the, I was, guy the, guy my te- I was the guy on my team that did it. Like, okay. I, well, I had the speaker too, so I had privileges. So yep, whether anybody know, wanted but, it or not. But you take pride in that. You're like, yeah. all right, I was like, I've got the warm-up playlist. It's, it's This fine. Croatian guy on my team, he wants to raves to something. Like, I'll yeah. put this on here I got for it. him. I got yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sure. But so she made me pause it, and she brings everyone who goes, all right, guys, look. I need y'all to be more respectful this time. Like, I want y'all to win. Like, okay. I'm pulling for Strike one. <laughs> We're all just like, what the f***? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, okay, but like, you don't tell us that. And she's like, look, if you guys will just be respectful when you ask calls, ask for like clarifications, like, most of the time I'm going to rule in your favor. <laughs> like, Strike two. <laughs> you just, like need you to not if you're just on your behavior there won't be any issues and from that point Luis was just like you're not supposed to do that (laughs) like what are you doing this is why we hate you because you're bad at your job (laughs) how are you how do you feel like you can say this to us like you're cheating for us but you don't even do a good job of cheating for us because you still get us in trouble because you make calls you don't know the rules. Like, what the f***? And so that's oh my that's probably my wildest experience. It's just... Uh, yours yours is way worse than mine. It was, it was My story was just me being a <laughs> this one official. And it wasn't even his fault, really. Like, just because I hated this team and I, he was the only person I could take it out on. Yours is like a legitimate, like... <laughs> this person was the worst person ever. It was like, if I had seen this guy out, like you saw this, like you saw... Yeah, she who must not be named. Yeah, you gotta bleep her name out because I know I said it. A no, bunch. no, no, no. Don't worry. Don't worry. I won't. <laughs> but if if I saw this official out, oh, like the amount of things that I would tell this guy. But like, it's an official. They're not gonna be out. Like, okay, that's like fair. The fact that you saw this person out in general is just like well, that's hilarious. Out in general. <laughs> I saw her wasted at a Buffalo Wild Wings at like one in the afternoon. What are you doing though? Like getting wasted at a Buffalo <laughs> Wild Wings at one in the afternoon? Well, Alabama was playing. It doesn't matter. Like they're out by they're playing what? Like I understand it. Well, I mean, it was what twenty thirteen. No, they'd already won. I mean, a they're few probably now. they're probably playing like okay. They were probably we, playing we like won shit, national but... championships. Okay, we got it. But like they're probably playing probably like playing Vanderbilt, shit. yeah. Citadel. Okay, nah, Citadel. Like open up the SEC, the grind of an SEC schedule week one. Get out of here! But they're probably playing <laughs> Vanderbilt, and they're up by like three scores. And I'll tell you who they're playing. Oh, they were playing Virginia Tech. Uh, a real doozy. I'll yeah. tell you from a fellow ACC. It was either Virginia. It was absolutely either. Oh, so Virginia that was, that was like first game or of the year. Texas A and M. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was. Like, okay, that's. Fair. I don't even think we'd officially started school yet, or maybe we hadn't. It'd just been like a week. All right. Any final remarks, Trey? Um, I know Game of Thrones just came out. First off, big spoiler alert. Um, if yeah, anyone, definitely. If, if you, you haven't if watched, you're in the, yeah, if you're in the middle of watching Game of Thrones right now, or just turn it catching off. up, just turn this off. 
Uh, call into our voicemail now. It's uh, 336-496-2869. And uh, besides that, uh, we'll see you guys next time if anyone has watched Game of Thrones. All right, uh, we'll, we'll, finish it, we'll finish this episode with this. Give me four characters you think are going to die this next episode. Uh, Brian. Yep, no doubt. I think that, um, God, what's the guy of the Unsullied and... Grey Worm. Grey Worm, yes. Grey Worm, and I keep wanting to say it's Misandra, but... Malisandra, maybe? Yeah, whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. His, his girlfriend is, his girlfriend. he's going to die. They're going to die because they decided to together, plan right. their paradise together. Right. Um, and then I also think... Ugh, just give me one more. It's tough to pick one that I definitely think is going to die. Because I don't think Ari is going to die, but she very well might. Um, I don't think... I mean, I think Jon Snow is going to die. Die, but right, he's going right. to get brought back. Or right. he's going to get caught on fire. Um, I think Danny's more likely to die than Jon. I season. think Danny is more likely to die. Um, but we've got Brienne... I mean, I think it's pretty much everyone in that circle that was sharing the camp, like the the wine and stuff, like catching up, having a great time with Tyrion and Jamie and Brienne and Podrick and Tormund and Davos. I think all of the them, only except reason, for Jamie and Tyrion, are going to die. The only reason I think Brienne might live is because everyone thinks that she's going to die and that like Thormund like maybe sacrifices himself or something. See, I think Brienne's going to sacrifice herself to save Jamie. Yeah, yeah, it's either going to be one of the two, I think for sure. But I Which think it could be even more f-ed because it could be that I think Jamie could die and then Brienne is going to sacrifice herself for Arya wearing Jamie's face. Ooh, I like that and one. Brienne's going to die. I think Brienne's going to die. I think Brienne's going to die for sure. I think Davos, I think is he's a goner. Yeah. Um, this next episode. I think we've got to get rid of um, either Sam or Gilly. I don't think that's going to be a happy ending. I think Gilly's going to die because I don't think Sam can die. I don't think Sam. I think Sam's like a huge key to a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I think either. I, I'm, I mean, I think Gilly's going to die then. And then that number four spot. Um, I mean, I could honestly see Bran dying and becoming some like extraterrestrial third power thing throughout the entire show. Well, I still think Brett, that Bran is the Night King. I don't know about that. I still, because he can, he warged into the Night King's eyes, and then or the Night King warged into his eyes and marked him. Right, right. So I think that it could be one of those time war ward things, like how Hodor became Hodor. Uh huh. Sure. But Bran goes back in time to the creation of the Night King and becomes the Night King. Who knows? Who knows? Honestly, it's, I think it's gonna be wild, man. It's gonna be a fun time, but. <sighs> All right, everybody. Um, that was episode six, and leave us, uh, leave us. Any... Please leave us your Game of Thrones theories. Like yeah. we need some more Game of Thrones theories, and if you have anything tennis related, also share that. But here, here's one. I don't think I don't think there's gonna be any other answer but Roger Federer. But who would you like to see featured from a? Uh, if they had to feature a tennis player. In Game of Thrones, who would it be? Roger would be perfect. I He'd mean, be good. I mean, they featured they featured uh, Ed Sheeran in an episode. They had T Pain in an episode. Stop it! No, they didn't. I think so. Um, T Pain was in an episode. I don't know. I gotta check that. Okay. I gotta but, I gotta check that. But yeah, leave us leave us who you think would be a, a fun feature for a Game of Thrones episode for uh, from a, a tennis perspective. Like I. Uh, Andy Murray would be a good one. Um, 
I think that having like Isner or Karlovic would be good. Yeah. <laughs> I think Rafa would be interesting. He could be just super, some super fast, like crazy person in it. Yeah. Let's. I think who, Roger, I think Roger would be the only one that would really fit the whole Game of Thrones. Yeah. I, I would like to see. We don't even have to be a White Walker or anything. Who would be your pick for one tennis player? from any time period to be added into Game of Thrones and what would their role be? There you go. All right. Please call and let us know. Yeah, let us know. It's Game of Thrones season. So 336-496-2869. 336-496-2869. Please let us know. Uh, you can tweet us too at wt deuce underscore pod. Finally got that that uh, Twitter at handle down. At wt deuce underscore pod. Wow, you know, so pretty good. I got the <laughs> login, so it's I get to look at it now. So, <laughs> <laughs> so please, uh, please call in, tweet us, whatever you want to do. Uh, let us know who uh, who you like to see. It could be the WTA also, the ATP, WTA, college, Senate, whoever it is. Just let us know who you want to see uh, featured in an HBO series Game of Thrones show. We can't promise they're going to be in anything or that we can help it anyway because the show's over and they're, they've finished filming, which is really sad. But Yeah. Yeah, give us a call. Let us know what you think. Uh, any final remarks? T-Pain was in an ad for Game of Thrones. Get out of here. Yeah, that's what it was. All right, everybody. We'll talk to you guys later. <laughs> happy viewing uh enjoy uh in game if you're into that too and have a good rest of your week see ya see ya see ya